Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land, oh fuck me. <laughs> Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. And no voice, obviously. Welcome to it. Sandy's doing his best Barry White impression. Yeah. Which I think is really, really nice. So today is the uh, Sunday the 27th. And I want to just start out with the show. This is Gun For Hire Radio episode 601, our highest show yet. In a few short days, uh, December uh, 1st, our NFT is dropping. Public sale will be open December 1st at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, okay? The early access sale will last one day and begin on November 30th at 9 a.m. We're only offering 1,000 of these NFTs, okay, because we got a, a tremendous uh, sign-up on it. If you haven't joined us on Discord yet, we have a few hundred members interacting daily with our NFT team and Gun For Hire staff on Discord. I'm not on it yet. We're talking all things NFT, 2A, and Gun For Hire. The Discord group has been getting sneak peeks at things to come in the range and have had privy to Black Friday deals announcements ahead of the general public and will be the first to learn about the new promotions and incentives from Gun For Hire. We're also having a few raffles and giveaways on Discord, so you better get on it, okay? Remember now, you know, we all know that the NFT comes with an exclusive membership to Gun For Hire, good for one year, and it begins on February 1st, 23. Anyone in the market for a membership or thinking about getting a membership for a gift should consider this NFT. Great Christmas gift, by the way, for 500 bucks. All right. And, you know, with 200 people, we're going to have 200 lucky NFT purchasers. We're going to reveal a special NFT gift, the Soldier Coin, along with their membership. This lucky group of Soldier Coin holders have access to the ultimate range day this spring where we're closing the range so you know it's a big deal. And Six Hour is going to be joining us with a bunch of their heavy hitters, including pro shooter Max Michelle. Sig and the team will have so much in store for this day. Demos, tutorials, giveaways, okay? A custom work Sig that Matt designed, and you can find it on gunforhirenft.com. We're giving away uh, these beautiful guns to a number of Soldier Coin holders. And if that wasn't enough, Sig is going to be giving away experiences to come visit their headquarters in New Hampshire, all right? Nice. All of this you can buy with a credit card. This not doesn't have to do anything with crypto. You can buy it with a credit card, all right? It doesn't mean anything else like that, all right? With getting into the space has nothing to do with all of that digital stuff. The NFT can be purchased with a card or any, obviously, crypto currency of your choice you know but let's do this all right it's stop it's dropping in a couple of days i hope you got in on it i know a lot of people have been interested and i'll be getting on discord in a, in a few days as well so now let's get back to the seriousness sandy's down in uh, gary indiana or south carolina or something like that <laughs> sick as a dog So I'm going to have to do most of the talking. I'm out here in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. I've been counting ballots um, for a couple of weeks now. We still don't know who any winners are anywhere because, you know, they're all douches. I'm out here with uh, Tracy's um, uh, family celebrating uh, Thanksgiving. 
and with little freedoms left in Arizona because they're almost uh, full blue. A, a quick reminder that once a country loses confidence in its elections, the end is pretty much near, and it we're pretty, pretty much, much near, near there. Yeah. Uh, we had a couple of rock stars in the assembly, obviously Robert Auth, rock star, who were having a fundraiser uh, for him in the range, I think January, February, and of course Brian Bergen, uh, two two a rock stars. Brian Bergen is going to be meeting me um, in a couple of weeks, and we're going to be doing something at the range too with him. And you know, they called out the Marxist in the assembly, and the bill uh, still passed along party lines. And of course, my phones and everything blew up after that. It's like, why isn't the NRA doing anything? Why aren't we suing? So again, uh, review yeah, of yeah. a quick civics lesson. The bill was voted in by the full assembly. Now the bill goes to Senate committees. Then the bill goes to the full Senate. Then the full Senate votes on it. Then the Assembly bill and the uh, Senate bill get merged together. Then it gets a final review, and then it goes to the governor's desk for his signature. There's only about nine legislative days on the calendar. Of course, they can call an emergency day at any time. Governor Murphy owns the Democratic Marxists. They do whatever he says. They walk in lockstep. They're not free thinkers. It's pack mentality. That's how Marxism and socialism and communism works. If you obey, you will get an $87,000 a year no-show wastewater treatment yep. job like uh, uh, Joe Danielson, douche-ass, who uh, his job at the waste treatment plant, I heard, is he's going to be picking corn out of poop. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah he's going to be picking job, corn bro. out of poop. So he definitely deserves it because he has the skills and the mentality for it as long as they give him a chart to follow, okay? Yeah, and they're exactly probably right. going to have to tell him he's not allowed to take samples home. Yeah, well, it is good <laughs> corn. Yeah. So I have a plan. We're all uh, told now, ANJRPC, NRA came out with alerts, that everybody should start contacting our senators. And we have some good senators in there. We have Senator Bucco, who's going to fight like hell for us. We have a couple other senators, but sadly they're outnumbered. The Marxists have the majority in Trenton. So right. what I'd like to do is I'd like to put some pressure on the Senate president who took over for Sweeney, and that's Senator Nicholas Scatiri, S-C-U-T-A-R-I. For a lot of you that don't uh, didn't take civics in school or they didn't teach it in school, he's from Clark, New Jersey. His legislative district is in that area. Uh, he was a prosecutor in the city of Linden, Union County Planning Board, he, another career you know, politician with uh, majors in psychology. So he's going to try to mind screw us, I'm sure, but... This is what I was thinking. Without Skateri putting it up for vote, it can't go to the governor's desk. So he's the last stopgap, right? So what I'm thinking is we have all the senators and the ANGRPC and NRA is telling us to contact each of our individual senators. For every senator you contact, contact Skateri one time. The second senator you contact, contact Skateri a second time, and so on and so forth. I think we should... Bang his phones, bang his emails, bang his text messages, bang his social media. Now, everybody listening, be respectful, but firm, but nice, and let him understand that how much this is going to cost in lawsuits because they're going to lose in the Supreme Court. The New York just lost again. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But Nicholas Scateri is the guy as the Senate president. If he doesn't put this up for vote, then it can't go for a full Senate vote, and it can't go to the governor's desk. I don't, he's going to prove to us how beholden he is to Murphy. But what the Senate president should remember is, as a career politician in New Jersey, Murphy's going to be gone 
in another year and a half, two right. years, running for president. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, right. And Skateri is still going to be president here. President of the American Dental Association. Yes, and Skateri is still going to be here in New Jersey, and this is going to be one of your lasting legacies. So Senator Nicholas P. Skateri, there is no longer one million New Jersey gun owners. There's probably yeah, 1.5 or 2 million yeah. New Jersey gun owners now. And, I, and my call for, for them, Anthony, is of those new gun owners, we have a number of Democrat voter a gun lot. owners. A lot of liberal Democrat voter gun owners. And my call to you would be to contact your representative as a gun owner and let them know you are a voting gun owner and how you really feel about this. So that will make it. So difference. here's what I'm thinking. Let's do a triple play, everybody out there. All of the 2A families, I need everybody who, you know, so many people don't listen to Gun For Hire Radio because you'll see the posts on the on the forums and they'll be like, so what's going on? And, and they're like, did you listen to Gun For Hire Radio? So we need to like my show. We need to share my show far and wide with everybody. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to propose a triple play. Sandy just supersized it. You're going to go through the ANJRPC alert list. You're going to contact the first legislator. Then you're going to contact your senator. Then you're going to contact the Senate president. Then you're going to go to the second person. Then you're going to contact your senator. And then you're going to contact the second Senate president again. Let them know you're a gun owner. New gun owners, let them know they're new gun owners. Let them know how many gun owners are in your house. Dear Senator, pre-COVID, there was one gun owner in my house. There is now five in my house. Maybe we should start Very putting good. that pressure on there, too. Yeah, okay? Um, I don't think it can hurt. So, Senator Nicholas P. Scatiri, just so you know, you're not going to get a cabinet position in, in D.C. because Governor Murphy and Governor Christie are both going to be running for president of the United States. I can predict right now, you guys can memory hold this, neither one of them will get more than 0.0% <laughs> of the Republican yeah. nominee nod. No one has the taste for them. A, Christie is a big bully, and he's not a bully in the way Trump is a bully, okay? He's a vindictive bully. Yeah. Murphy, sure. no one is going to vote for a carpetbagger. I don't care how much money he's raised for Obama. I don't care he was the ambassador of Germany. I don't care how much he thinks he's done socially in New Jersey. You two of you will not be president of the United States. You will not get the Republican nod. Neither one of you. Sorry. Save yourself the time and the effort and stay away. So Senate President Nicholas Skateri, listen to Gun For Hire Radio and listen to us. We are going to make it aware to you how many gun owners there are in New Jersey now. We know that you are all Marxists. We know that you want to open the jails and let everybody out. You've been doing it for the past four or five years now, especially since COVID. We know you're increasing the penalties for law-abiding tax-paying citizens, but a lot more people are on to you now. A lot more people are on to you. It's not just a small minority anymore that are on to what is going on. So your time is definitely running out where you can keep this charade up, where you treat us, the third tier, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, as crap, and you coddle the second tier, which is the illegals and the criminals, so that you, the first tier, have your captive voting audience and base of people that will do whatever you want them to do, the second tier. We're growing tired of this, okay? Overtaxation with no representation is not a great combination. My gun store is busy. Every gun store in New Jersey is busy. Nick's 
has been blowing through the roof, backed up. NSSF, 39 months in its straight of record gun sales. Senator Nicholas Scatiri, if I were you, I would think about what you're going to do with this vote. Maybe Ed the Trucker, Ed Dirk, and uh, tap him on the shoulder and let him read, gun, listen to Gun for Hire Radio. He'll be another senator that will be protecting us. And we need to make sure we reward those senators and those assemblymen like Bucco and Bergen and uh, Off. And uh, there we need, you know, and there's many more of them on the Republican side. Not one Republican defected on the assembly vote, by the way. And they needed all 42 votes from the Democrats for this to pass. So we missed it by one vote, actually. Talk about hanging on by a thread. But again, Danielson just proved over and over again what an idiot he is because he couldn't read his own bill. Because we know he didn't write yeah. it. Murphy had a few right. legal hacks write it. And they said to Danielson, hmm, put X here. Stop sorting the right. corn out of the dew right. and put right. the put your signature over here, okay? This is a guy who brags on hot mics that he thinks that he's our gun guy in New Jersey. Yeah. If he came uh, to my range to shoot, he would be choking on my shoelaces, okay? He's yeah. not our gun guy. He's an idiot because he owns a gun or two, and maybe he, he went hunting once or twice. He's just an idiot, and you're a shill for the governor of Governor Murphy, and you should be ashamed of yourself because you don't represent your constituents, the third tier. All right, rant over. Now, J-Factor has been getting slammed, 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 slammed with people that are wanting to be a part of his lawsuit with David Jensen, okay? And I am so glad I am the one that's been slamming J-Factor uh, <laughs> because, yeah, I, I don't care. Uh, you know, he's, he's happy, so happy about that. If you're asking J-Factor for his help, remember you need the code words. The code word is I donated to... CNJFO. What is it, Sandy? I donated to CNJFO. Sandy is not allowed to talk out loud right now, okay? Uh, <laughs> he's in big, big, big trouble. And, uh, you know, Jay posted something that he said, Mark Cheeseman was right. The worm has turned and you're all going, uh, we're all going after the state like they've never seen it before. And uh, they will not be able to handle this relentless pressure and the fact that we are united and sharing information. Boy, I couldn't, I couldn't be more pleased with Jay's statement there. And then he wrote, Anthony Calandro, Gunfire Radio, is the Edward R. Murrow broadcast of our time. <laughs> I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to be taking it anymore. Uh, That's right. Uh, Jay wrote, my inbox blew up with emails of people who want to get involved and put their name on my case. So Jay's email, these guys, all, all of you that gave me shit about Jay's email, two big middle fingers to all of you. So evidently, Jay's email is framer7 at verizon.net, but it's spelled P-H-R-A-M-E-R number seven at verizon.net. Seriously, Jay? For frame For framer? Seven at Verizon.net. <laughs> Email Jay. You need help with your letters, county letters. Email Jay if you want to be a plaintiff in his case. P H R A M E R number seven at Verizon.net. Blow up his phone. Jay, let me know when you are coming in to the gun store to pick up your carry gun, please. I need, I have something for you. It's very, very important. If you don't, you're going to be banned uh, from the range. Okay. Nice. Uh, also, I've heard some a little bit of info that the Senate president uh, might be up to doing a little, you know, work work for us on the gun people, like to to, to respect us a little bit. I don't know. So let's see. Let's keep up the uh, the pressure. 
Uh, I also want to talk about Dan Schmutter is still looking for plaintiffs, okay? And his email, just email strikeforce at anjrpc.org. Anybody in the medical profession with a carry permit, someone who has a carry and goes to the racetrack, someone who lives in an apartment, theirs are the parents who has not applied for a pistol permit or FID card yet. Houses of worship, if you attend the house of worship, we need you. If you have kids in the junior rifle team, we need the parents on there. Anybody that takes a bus or any type of mass transit and has a carry permit, any mass transit, planes, trains, or automobiles in New Jersey, if you take mass transit, please email strikeforce at anjrpc.org. Uh, I agree with Jay fully that we are showing unity. We are showing solidarity in the state of New Jersey like they have never seen it before. Uh, so many people, you know, cast their dispersion against the assembly bill that just went through, people showing up, people testifying. The politicians are starting to feel it. I've never seen so much activism. In 30 years I've been doing this, this Thomas uh, and the Bruin decision has ignited so many people and awoken so many people. And with the age of communication with social media, we are getting a lot more people engaged and involved. And, you know, there's so many new names that I see coming up where they're volunteering information, they're breaking bills down, they're breaking down rulings from other federal districts and stuff. It's such a good feeling to me. And you all know who you are out there. It's not the 300 heavy lifters anymore. We're probably approaching 3,000 heavy lifters. And I don't think the state is prepared for that. So continue to each one reach one, continue to educate everybody, and continue my campaign, the Triple K the triple play campaign with Nicholas Scatiri, the Senate president, and also the FID cards. I'm getting constant emails and messages from people. Had my daughter apply, had my wife apply, had my coworker apply. So the holidays are less than a month away. What a great gift than to buy somebody an FID card and then sign them up for an NRA basic pistol class at Gun for Hire or any other NRA certified instructor range in the state of New Jersey. And then get them John Petrolino's book, Decoding Firearms, as well. You see how I tied all of this in together, ladies and gentlemen? I like that. Yes, very but much. the more people we get involved, the more people that get the FID cards, listen, if they continue, if the state police superintendent, goes to the executive branch or goes to the legislative branch and says, holy shit, we are totally inundated with FID cards on top of the carry permit applications that we're getting. Something is going on here. They all listen to my show, by the way, the AG's office, elected officials, and the executive branch. So a big F you to all of you Marxists out there, by the way. You should all have a meeting and decide to go after felons and repeat offenders and criminals and stuff like that. I, could, I mean, I, I realize you loathe us all. You detest us. You look down upon us, unwashed masses. But, you know, if it wasn't for us paying overly taxes, you wouldn't be able to do the shit you're doing to us. So just something to put out there if you're all listening. Anybody listening, executive branch, uh, legislative branch, or the uh, judicial branch that's been taking advantage of our rights in New Jersey, Anthony Calandra would like to, for the holidays, basically give you the huge middle finger for not representing us anymore. And I know it's a bizarre world, but it's, it, it's going to catch up eventually. The pendulum swings both ways, and eventually the, the pendulum is going to swing our way. And uh, you all aren't going to be too happy about that because, again, you're discounting all of the people that are applying now. And uh, you're discounting all of us and all the new people in this. So 
you know, there was fierce debates on on the on the state house floor. Brian Bergen, uh, Robert Auth, and a couple of constitutional attorneys who Republican side. She offered her services for free um, to review the bill so it wouldn't be so illegal. And uh, basically, uh, you know, uh, Danielson was busy looking at a uh, you know how to dissect poop from corn chart. So he was uh, kind of uh, <laughs> he was he's kind of. Um, discombobulated there so uh you know but it got testy back and forth brian bergen called him an a-hole and when he got called on it he goes yep i really did mean to say it and nice. uh, yeah 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 and it, it was it was actually good and the assembly speaker coughlin basically told him he was out of order and took him off the uh, assembly floor he wasn't allowed to talk anymore because he, he said he was being a little insulting but he was being truthful because bergen knows that this bill is totally unconstitutional and totally illegal and nobody really cares right and right. uh that's a problem yeah so uh you know m- uh Tom Perone sent me this email, and he goes, regarding the New Jersey carry bill, I read the governor and his people believe it will have an easier path through the Third Circuit in their regular consultations with Attorney General Matt Plankin and those who will ultimately litigate the new law. I thought the Third Circuit was less left-leaning than the second. If possible, touch upon it in Sunday's podcast. Thank you, Tom Perone, donator to ANJRPC, CNJFO, and Gun for Hire courses, training, and the I have my permit to carry. Well, Tom, the, actually, the Third Circuit is more conservative than the Second Circuit, and the Second Circuit has been constantly <laughs> knocking down uh, the the rulings by Kathy Hochul in, in New York, okay? And... Uh, it's interesting. This is the Judge Sinatra in the Second Circuit just came out and said uh, he read he struck down New York's all possession of firearms on private private property is presumptively illegal, part of their Concealed Carry Improvement Act as unconstitutional under the Bruin decision. He goes, so that got me thinking if New Jersey's firearms laws essentially make ownership, possession and use illegal unless proven in court of law to be very within a very narrow exemptions. Couldn't this be challenged under Bruin uh, with Justice Thomas text history and tradition standard? Um, George O. wrote me that. Well, listen, George, listen, 100%. This week, Judge Sinatra struck down this private property thing in the second uh, circuit, and the same thing's going to happen here in New Jersey. So Judge Sinatra said what New York said, the same thing that's in New Jersey's bill, Daniels's bill that he didn't read, that he didn't write, it says that, you know, guns are banned everywhere on private property unless the person with that private property posts a sign saying firearms are allowed. Okay? It's not how that works. This is not how you can work. The Constitution doesn't work that way. You don't ban everything and then carve out narrow exemptions. But Jersey has been working that way for the past 100 years, and so has New York. They've been working that way for the past 100 years. It is not going to work that way. This is going to blow up in their faces. This judge just said that. You cannot do that. You cannot put the onus on private property owners that they have to put signs basically forcing people to take sides. The sign should be if you don't want a firearm. They're making it the opposite. So right. basically, it's, you can't carry anywhere. Okay? Right. You, you can't carry anywhere. That's the whole goal of the whole New Jersey thing. You can't carry anywhere. Uh, you know, Danielson, tell us where you can carry. That's not my job as a lawmaker. My job is to tell you where you can't carry. 
you're an asshole. You, that's not how it works. As a lawmaker, you're supposed to tell us what's right and what's wrong because you're, you're, you're supposed to be the smart one in the room, okay? I can't believe that a mental midget got pro- well i guess you know the peter principle sooner or later everybody gets exactly promoted right. to their shit own floats. level of ignorance yep. shit floats right. how apropos and he's in charge of a wastewater treatment plant yeah that's very true. so uh assembly dancing what do you do i'm a shit sorter <laughs> <laughs> i write shit bills and i sort shit for a living actually it's a, very, he'll never have shit true. under his fingernails because it's a no-show yeah. job go with your strengths right <laughs> go with your strengths that's horrible <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love making fun of jackasses like that. Anyway, <clears throat> okay. Uh, by the way, I have a new account on Twitter. It's Calandro, C-O-L-A-N-D-R-O, number two, letter A. Calandro, 2A. few hundred followers just, just poking around and, and checking checking things out there right now. Uh, it's, it's It's been fun so far. So what is New Jersey working on? Remember, New Jersey is trying to sue gun manufacturers under this nuisance law, right? They're trying to sue me. They're trying to sue the gun manufacturers, the distributors, the wholesalers, and everything. Well, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, again, for you new people that don't know, the NSSF, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, is the NRA for the industry. They're the two-way group, lobbying group for the industry, gun manufacturer for Sig Sauer. They're the real gun lobby. They're the, yeah, they're different. They're like, I, I'm a member of the NSSF under my gun range. We, we pay $1,500 a year to be a platinum sponsor to the National Shoot, Shooting Sports Foundation. And they lobby for the gun manufacturers and stuff, where the NRA is lobbying for the individuals. Okay? So now the NSSF turned around, and they're suing New Jersey and Delaware for this unconstitutional nuisance law where they want to sue us out of business saying that our businesses are public nuisance even though the supreme court said you can't do this already okay the supreme court turned around and said you couldn't do it but new jersey is trying an end run around it this is what they waste our tax dollars on over and over and over and over again so they have nothing else to do i told you they're suing the uh oil companies in new jersey because they're saying the oil companies were not truthful on how uh, fossil fuels affect climate change. And all the executives from the oil companies are like, why are you wasting our time with this, with this virtual signaling lawsuit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we, we still yeah, need fossil so fuels. We employ tens of thousands of people in New Jersey, and you're trying to sue us out of existence. And again, it's just something for Murphy and the AG to run around and say, look what we're doing, you know, because it riles up their base. Meanwhile, it just costs taxpayers more money. Just like just like Target, four hundred million dollars of stuff stolen. People just walk in and walk out. Sandy, I'm in Virginia here. Of uh, Virginia, I'm in Arizona here. Going to an eyeglass store. I'm looking at eyeglasses. Start talking to two of the guys that work there and a girl. They told us two minutes before Tracy and I walked in. Somebody come in, helped themselves to a few thousand dollars worth of frames, and said, "Have a good night," and walked right out. Are you serious? So I said, "What do you mean? What's that all about?" He goes, "Well, that's our corporate policy." If somebody steals something, we're not allowed to engage, interact, or anything. And then we just file a police report, and then we report it to corporate. We write it off. I'm like, wait a minute. I just spent $500 for a pair of frames in your place, like 15 minutes before that. What the hell? What was, I, what was wrong with me? Why did I pay for it? 
What were you thinking? Seriously, why did I pay for it? So at what right. point do we all cross that line based on right. these Marxist policies? At what exactly. point is enough enough where we all start to just deport? Well, I, I'm not going to follow the law either. People walk in. The guy walked in. He shuffled some glasses around to make it look like none were missing. And he walked out with them. Good night. Have a nice day. And nobody yeah. stops him. Right. And it's been going on everywhere across the country in, in the liberal cities like uh, San Francisco, San Diego, uh, New York City has to all, you know, uh, virtue signal and say, well, we're, we're the same. So um, most of the chains are going out of business or they're just shutting doors. They're just saying, screw this. We're not going to we're not going to continue to operate in your city anymore. So you want to talk about a real desert. Uh, guess what you just created? Right. So next time, I guess maybe I won't pay. Yeah, right. Why should we at this point? Yeah. So so listen to this. You know, remember how, you know, it's all about education, training, and safety, and we don't want to take your guns away? Yeah, right. In Buffalo, New York, Kathy Hochschel's friend, Senator Sean Ryan, is taking aim at NRA. But it's not about gun sales. They're trying to strip the NRA certified instructor program from being allowed to teach safety, education, and training to new gun owners because the NRA is an extreme violent organization for the past 172 years. Oh, my God. Okay, so it just goes to show you what it's all about here, right? Yeah. All right, you know, you, you're, what are you doing here? What are you really doing? Listen, there's other smaller organization companies. There's USCCW and a few other uh, SAF started one and everything. But, but we all know that the national standard with scouts and everything is the NRA. And NRA. And, and has been since its inception. It was, that was the purpose of the NRA. Well, the purpose was to train idiots in the city yeah. how to Northerners. Uh, can be prepared for war. Yeah, exactly. So. How, what what kind of optics is it for the anti-gunners where they want to get rid of education and training, safety yeah, training exactly for right. firearms? You see, they can't help themselves. The, yeah. the, the, they don't have to anymore. Correct, correct. The curtain is pulled back. The mask is off. However you want to call it, whatever you want to say about it, you can't, you can't deny what the end run is. They want to ban all guns except for the guns that are used to protect them. That's right. what it comes down to. They should be allowed personal possession or if they're an elite enough, if you're like the one or two percent, you never have to touch a dirty gun. You just pay people who touch dirty guns. Right. Right. So and the rest of us, eh, you're just cannon fodder. We're all just cannon fodder. It doesn't matter to us. You want to own a small yeah. eyeglass shop? People want to just walk in and take your shit? Too bad. Go out of business if you don't like it. Right. Horrible. Exactly. Horrible. So, you know, there was a shooting um, in a gay bar. Tragic shooting, right, in Colorado Springs. And uh, we find out later that the guy is non-binary or whatever, the shooter. But what we find out, what we always find out later is that he had... Rush the nut. Well, that we're going to get into. But he had a huge history of violent threats, and he was still allowed to own firearms. Yeah, right. How does exactly. this how does this happen? How does this happen? Right? So for the past 12 years, Sandy and I have been talking, and it's in my book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, Rush the Nut. So this shooter goes nuts in a gay bar, starts shooting people, a 22-year-old man, by the way, and an Army veteran, I don't know if he was gay, I don't know if he was straight, I don't care. All I know is... I think the Army veteran was there... 
who had a son or a daughter. I, I'm not sure at the uh, at the gay bar and was there. So who uh, was I? Th- I think performing at oh. the at the, at the uh, bar, and and he happened to uh, again from what I what I've been able to piece together. Uh, he had the foresight to be able to look at the body armor and and say because he knew that uh, wait a minute there's a there's a way to grab a hold of this guy and he just did he just acted reacted but but in the rush the nuts uh, sense so 12 years we've been saying it and it's in my book every scenario is different Everybody will react different when the poop hits the fan. Fight or flight or freeze will kick in for sure. We can never tell what our mechanics are. But here's an instance. Rather than running away and possibly getting shot in the back, quickly assessing the situation and rushing the nuts, something they're not expecting to do. Now, if no one rushed that nut, how many more people would he have shot if they all piled up in front of an exit door? Like that movie theater in Colorado that time. Exactly, exactly. So there's a lesson to be learned here from that. Of course, our politicians, they won't allow us to have firearms. And by the way, I get a lot of politicians that are that ranking members in New Jersey legislature that have been to my range. And a lot of them have drivers that are previous state troopers that are armed, by the way. So the, the, the lot of them are hypocrites, just, just so right. you know. So, yeah. you know, until you get rid of your security detail, armed security detail, don't talk about taking my guns away ever again or I'll slap you in your mouth. What's that? What, what, did, what did he say? Um kid rock god says yeah take your wife's name out of my mouth or to your mouth or something like that <laughs> yeah don't don't talk about that now this is uh this is what goes on in new jersey new jersey monitor the new jersey supreme court sets new rules to balance victims and defendants rights in sexual assault cases what uh-huh uh-huh in New Jersey, we're oh. balancing victims and defendants' rights. Okay. Okay. Now we've we've finally hit that line. We finally crossed the line. <laughs> I, I I have nothing to say. Uh huh. We have, we're balancing victims and defendants' rights in sexual assault cases in New Jersey. That's now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because that's what we really need to do. Listen, if you're accused of sexual assault, you're put in an interrogation room and then we wait until the facts come out or whatever. Balancing their rights at this point, again, yeah, we've jumped the shark, right? We, we all know that. But again, this is what our, where our lawmakers are at right now, right? Everything's an experiment with them. The problem is we're in the Petri dish, that's the problem. Yeah, Everything is, is an experiment problem. with them. They're not part of the experiment. No, no. They're the overseer. Correct. They're not part of the experiment. We're the ones in the freaking Petri dish being slaughtered, people being pushed in front of subways and trains and robbed and raped and everything. And, and oh, let's try this now. We got some people from this liberal think tank. Let's try this now. No. How about not trying that now? How about locking people up and throwing away the freaking key? This has always been the issue with socialism and communism. Uh, for every every dictatorial socialist, there has been an experiment gone very, very, very badly. And the people in the Petri dish are the ones who always suffer. But like you say, it doesn't matter to them at all anymore. Yeah. So here, here's New Jersey. You ready for another one? A Tom's River man who was previously repeat convicted sex offender 
okay, was found with two firearms and a bulletproof vest. And now he'll be heading back to jail. But for how long, ladies and gentlemen? How long will he be heading back to jail? A week? Three weeks or whatever? Two prior sexual assaults, multiple prior burglaries down in Tom's River, okay? He was sentenced to 22 years in prison in 1997 and then sentenced him in 1999 to the same term. Each term, due to a glitch in the first sentence records and news reports show, he apologized and he was let out early. Oh, just uh, I'm sorry. So, what was it, 22 years he was? Yeah. Yeah. yeah twice. Yeah. So that's 44 years, but you're out. So now, now he was. Now he had an yourself. AR, a handgun, a oh, ghost yes. gun, so he had a lower with no serial numbers or something, 850 bullets for the guns. So now at this point, should he not go to jail forever? Should he be allowed to walk amongst right. our women and children anymore? But yet he will, won't he? He will be allowed. He's the one that they want to have the gun. We're the ones who the law is for. Correct. If we remember uh, Assemblyman Douchebag who said (laughs) this law is for. What don't you understand? The law is for the law abiding. Correct. Okay. Correct. How are we doing with time? Uh, well, we're a little over, so let's just take uh, Uh, some housekeeping duties. Okay. I'll be back. I would do it, but no one would be able to True. hear it. Uh, don't forget, visit Marty's V-Burger, martysvburger.com in Manhattan. You can also order online at martysvburger.com and pick it up at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. If you live in New York, I'm sorry, but you should have N-Y-T-A-C-D-E-F-E-N-S-E.com. N-Y-T-A-C-D-E-F-E-N-S-E.com. Mention Gun for Hire. One word. Get a discount. Prepaid Legal Defense Fund. If you live in the 49 other states, including New Jersey, U.S. Law Shield, use code word gun for hire, one word, to get 10% off. Okay. Quarantine Crawl, quarantinecrawl.com, 360 Pro 2A Businesses, Products, and Services. My doctor is Optimal Health wellnessnj.com optimalhealthwellnessnj.com Dr. Joe Sambatero for a few hundred dollars a month concierge medicine don't believe it go on his website optimalhealthwellnessnj.com reach out to Dr. Joe do a quick consultation tell me what you think Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, lakeis.org lakeis.org they're looking for Juniors between 12 and 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competition. For more info, visit Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club. Sharon Decker, Zen Float Center, 219 Park Avenue, Scotch Plains, zenfloatcenter.com. You'll do guiding reins later. I got some letters. I got some posts. I got a bunch of other stuff I want to talk about. So first one comes from one of my uh, one of my employees, RSO. Also, pretty good art guy, Louis Leibowitz. Uh, he was fortunate enough uh, early last week. A father came in with a son who was legally blind, teenage son, who always wanted to shoot a gun. And it was a weekday, and you know we had set it up early for the minimum amount of distractions. And Lou spent uh, quite a few hours with the father and son, and uh, had the son stance, grip, trigger control, everything. And then got the kid to uh, go into the range and actually shoot a real gun. And you should have saw the, the smile on the kid's face. You know, 
from from ear to ear, mile to mile. So pay it forward. Lou, he sends a letter. I just want to thank you and the entire Gun for Hire team. I took my qualifications in Gun for Hire in August. I got all my papers in triplicate, blah, 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 blah. Submitted everything to Hoboken September 16th. I put in a phone call yesterday to check on the status of my application and was told it was still at the Hudson County Superior Court and the prosecutor's office. This morning, it was November 22nd, I got a call from that officer and told me my carry permit had arrived. And he went and got it in a couple of minutes. And uh, he's the eighth person in Hoboken to get his carry permit. He said, I want to give a very special shout out to Steve, Tim, and Gary for being my references. A huge thank to you, sir, for being an amazing boss and someone who lets me start my day by flipping me off in the most caring, loving bird I've ever known. That I flip everybody off. Thank you to the entire amazing Gun for Hire team, best place I've ever worked, for assisting and supporting me through this venture. I couldn't have done it without you. With all my love and gratitude, thank you. Luigi. Uh, yeah, Lou, after you did with Blind Kid, uh, you know, you were, were, we love you too. It was a great job. So my guy, uh, John uh, Kanijan from uh, Performed by, by Design, he wrote, Hope Arizona is okay. You're missing the 20-degree mornings here. Yeah, John, F you on that. I was at the range today practicing for my carry and picked up some ammo before leaving along with a copy of Crime Proof. Steve in the store was extremely helpful. And I'm honestly not much of a reader, something I'd like to change. I'm in listening to your show for many months now. However, I had to give your book a try. I've, it, it, I've always, uh, I'm always game uh, to learn more. Anyway, I'm two chapters in and I'm hooked. I'm definitely one of those conditioned yellow crazy people. <laughs> Heightened state of awareness, John. Can't wait to keep reading. Speaking of crazy, I actually find myself hearing your voice in my head when I'm reading this book because I've been listening to Gun for Hire Radio so much. Not sure if that's let's, a good let's thing. Let's just tell, no, let's tell the listeners right now this is an uncommon thing. We don't need anything to do to uh, deter sales. No, 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 no. This is true. <laughs> yes. Actually, you'll hear Anthony in your sleep if you don't buy the book. This is my best paragraph that he wrote here. I find the book to be so helpful already and already such an easy read that I'd like to give it as a gift to my clients at Perform as Designed. He is a mobile gym, by the way. He's on the quarantine crawl. John will come to your house. He has a truck that's outfitted, Sandy. He will come to your house or your work and, cool. and, and, and beat the crap out of you. Okay. He wrote, preparedness and self-efficiency as men in order to provide and protect our families and our communities is the underlying goal in how I train my guys. He goes, your book aligns perfectly with my mission, so it's a no-brainer. This is the important part of the paragraph here. I've also been working on a few more guys lately to get their FID cards. That's very important, John. He goes, Anthony, I would like to purchase 30 books, once for each client, plus a few extra. Might I humbly ask you to sign them all? I will sign them all personally if you want, John. Come down with a list or email me a list, and I will sign them all. He goes, your energy and devotion to this cause is incredible, sir. You simply don't stop. You inspire thousands. Thank you very sincerely for everything. I plan on coming into practice again on 12-4. Maybe I'll run into you. P.S. I've got my eye on one of those NFTs as well. Thank you, John K. Perform as designed check out john see this is how we work it john the most important thing in all of that was that you're helping people get their fid cards okay i want you to continue to do that all right uh i got this one here this is from joe labiando hi anthony it was good to meet you face to face last friday I went to shoot a gun for hire with some friends, one of which hasn't shot in quite a while, so I went to help guide him. He loves shooting. He goes, I think I set the hook. 
Boom, Joe. That's what we want. Okay. Good news. I picked up my carry in Warren County on 1116. Um, he goes, the license itself is pretty lame and cheaply done because it's just printed on paper, which has to be folded onto itself and laminated. I know New Jersey doesn't care. He picked up two more handguns and intend to carry and qualify a gun for hire to have them added to my license. I like your walk-in qual days. Uh, and uh, he says, uh, you know, um, he just wanted us to update us that everything is going really well and thank us. I got one from Mark here. Thanks for the training and get me qualified. Photory, photo notaries and the guys and girls are great. So I applied and 100 days later, Somerset County issued my permit. I picked it up from the PD at the same time as someone else. And right away, I see something is different with mine. The text on the lower front of my permit is redacted with black marker and the other guys is not. I waited 40 days for it, so I shut up and took the permit and was on my way. Two days later, I applied for my PA permit, sent the copies to my permit driver's license, etc. Today, they bounced my application, and it says because permit is altered. Well, it, well, I didn't alter it. That's the way it was issued to me, but that's what they said. So now he has to go back to the court and ask them to reissue my permit to carry, and if they will, they will reissue to it. Yeah, but the courts, they're making mistakes. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people are picking their permits up. Their birthdays are wrong on them and everything. Uh, yeah, the courts are just, they're, they're rushing. Some of them are rushing them through, you know, and they're just being sloppy. John Ashton from Sussex County, he qualified with us. He bought a Hellcat Pro for his birthday, and he got his carry permit also. And he says it's Taylor ham, egg, and cheese with pepper and ketchup. Just lose the egg, John, and we can hang out. We, 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 we can be <laughs> friends. He took my advice, and he joined ANJRPC, CNJFO, NJ2AS. This is what we want. We want everybody uh, on the same page and fighting for each other. Uh, together. Uh, what's Jim Proctor have to say here? Quick st story. A state trooper called me on the phone speaking about a PBA function at NAC. Anyway, my friend said I had my permit and asked me on speakerphone. Me being a smart ass, I said I am. He said he affirmed that my permit by saying yes. Boom. Thank, thank, thank God that you got your permit. He goes, I told him to spread the word of Gun for Hire podcast and start listening to the spring shows and catch up from there. The trooper hadn't seen my private ID card yet and was curious what the boxes were checked for restrictions. He didn't say they weren't allowed to carry on boardwalks, beach, state parks, building schools. I was aware of what, but boardwalks and beach, I don't think you can carry on a boardwalk or beach. I don't know. Um, look it up. Somebody let me know. I told him each county is different and making their own interpretation of the laws. Told him about my three pages that I need to carry. The trooper was cool. I told him to listen to Gun for Hire and said that they are the best source of info because of the attorneys associated with the show. Well, I'm chop liver. No, that's, you're absolutely right. We get it right from the two-way people, right from the attorneys, and we get it right from people like you and I uh, who write in and tell us our experiences. It helps ask a right. lot of questions, you know. Is, uh, you know, is, uh, is Somerset County, uh, you know, issuing? Is this one or that one? This is the way that we can do it, okay? Uh, Jeff Walensky, he sent me an email, too, about his, uh, his permit um, uh, moving on and approved and everything, which I thought was good. I want to do a quick letter that Jim Howard wrote. I'm going to do some excerpts from it. So Jim Howard's a fairly new 2A advocate, has been going to Trenton, has been writing, has been volunteering. He's one of the new heavy hitters. Um, that we have helping us and helping other people and educating people along. 
and he wrote a whole thing about this is this is where we the people that are learning the whole civics lesson for years if you listen to gunfire radio i talk about how they make us wait countless hours there's no water for us to drink nothing right. for us to eat okay so he wrote this open letter and he goes on monday november 14th i had the opportunity to testify before the assembly committee he goes the committee hearing was scheduled to begin 10 a.m but we were quickly told that we were working that you were working on some amendments it was going to be 15 minutes 15 minutes became two hours and then four hours became four and a half hours and then four hours and 38 minutes later it began i had high hope that these amendments would be worth the wait but i was sadly mistaken four hours and 38 minutes later and all that changed was that more special interest groups got exemptions and the law-abiding citizens got the shaft so now jim probably got there two hours earlier so he's approaching seven hours with nothing to eat or drink is it not all part of the plan sandy Absolutely it's all part, part of, the plan. of the plan. The first tier, they might as well just come out with robes and a scepter. You know, they yeah, might as well just well. come out right. with chains jingling and clanging and everything. Okay. I remember back in the days when they wouldn't even let us into the building in these in these right. sideways freezing cold right. rain. Right. Right. But yeah. the anti-gunners were let right in. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. So, you know, he gave the excerpts where Danielson said, some of my own Democrats have commented to me, this does nothing to stop these illegal gun trade or illegal criminal, illegal possession or criminal conduct. You're right. This doesn't. This was never supposed to address that. This is addressing the legal, law-abiding, responsible citizens. That's what it's designed <laughs> to do. And then the excerpt from Governor McKeon, uh, Assemblyman McKeon. In my opinion, maybe tone deaf isn't the right word as opposed to maybe a little bit disingenuous. Do you really, do either of you, does anybody really want to put more guns in the hands of people that live in Patterson and Newark and Elizabeth and Camden to say here all of the money you're charging isn't fair, that this will make things safer? Please, okay? Spoken like a true hardcore Democrat, the same Democrats who created Jim Crow. So Jim Howard wants to say, I've said it before and I will say it again. Anyone who votes for this bill will be targeted in next November's legislative elections. Sincerely, James J. Howard. Jim, your your whole write-up was poignant. You know, they most of them, they either can't read or they won't read it, right? Uh, yeah. And they really they hate us. And again, I say yeah. all the time, once you realize they hate oh, us, yes. it all makes sense. Right. Okay. Exactly. Once you realize they hate us, it all makes sense. They do not care about any of us. All right. Uh, they have their own agenda. They have special interest money coming in. You know, prisons are big business. Incarcerating people is big businesses. Keeping the empl- union employees empl- employed. It's all, all part of the plan. Okay. But I like that you got to see how the sausage is being made. I want everybody to be a part of that process to see how bad they screw us. Okay, that's what I want everybody. So one quick letter, uh, and then I'm going to do some learning. Robert Frigiano. Uh, Good morning. Uh, This he wanted to send this. He goes, we gun owners are not your problem. But I will say this. We will become your problem next November when your seat is up for reelection. When you have failed to calculate is what you have failed to calculate is the amount of new gun owners that are not only respecting the responsibility of owning firearms, but also getting involved in gun rights. The detail that you have overlooked is the demographic of the new gun owner. They are mostly made up of the citizens who would usually vote for the party who is backing this bill. Bravo, okay? The folks on this email chain who are forever in favor of this bill, I send this message to you now. 
You have grossly miscalculated the strength of the 2A community. This bill has set the firearms community into action like never before. Although we have been a strong community in the past, we have never seen as many new people joining this fight to stop this bill from becoming law. The 2A community is watching and listening to every committee meeting you have had on this bill. We have been then going back and educating the rest of the community on what is being proposed on the complete infringement of our Second Amendment rights. We all know now what has happened in New York and them trying to do the same thing in this legislator trying to do here. And we law-abiding citizens will not be taking it. Stop wasting resources on the law-abiding citizens and start focusing your time on the reason why we need to have our Second Amendment rights now more than ever. Let me make this very clear. This bill will get signed into law. Our community is very clear on that. The fact that we are very clear on that point and we are still taking the fight to you should be very concerning to your future employment. I find it funny that after the Bruin decision, you folks decided that for nearly 100 years, New Jersey's laws were wrong and needed to be changed to the steaming pile of unconstitutional, ineffective garbage that you were voting on. Newark, Patterson, Elizabeth, and Camden love your racist statement, Assembly McKeon. Yes, we all know what you said. I want to add one point on something that, that was said this last week's committee from the range safety officer that was testifying that was completely misconstrued as the attack on the cops. Oh, he goes on to that. We don't need to talk about that right now. But uh, he goes, uh, uh, Robert Frigiano, I want to tell you, you wrote that very well. You represent a lot of the new people, and the new people are getting educated. Most of them didn't know what would happen. They would get a blurb in here. Oh, they passed the law 15-round mag to 10-round magazine, right? And nobody knew how the whole process went. Now we have hundreds of thousands of new people in New Jersey that are in tune because of the gun, the, uh, the, all the gun groups and everything and all the communication. We have tens of thousands of people that are aware and are getting active now. Moms, minorities, you're all screwed, yep. legislators in Trenton. We're coming for yep. you. Yes, we are. So learning. Uh, hey, Ant. This is Mike Rivera. Been a member for a little over a year and a half now. I listen to the show every Sunday. I see you just about every time I head to the range. Really, all the people messaging me while on my vacation say I'm never at work. It's interesting, <laughs> Mike, how you say I'm there seven days a week. That's what my wife usually says, too. I'm there seven days a week. I get This is the message I get. You're still on vacation when you're coming back. I'm gone four days. Oh Any, anyway. <laughs> Writing to tell you about a little experience I had this week. I work overnight, and my wife called me around 4 a.m. to tell me someone was outside her mother's apartment in her two-family home. The guy was banging on the wall and talking to himself. I immediately told her, do not open the door, and they had already called the police. That's perfect. Hopefully, 911 was called before your wife was called and before you were called, Mike, all right? Oh, her mother lives right next door to us, and she wanted to go over. No way. I told her, stay oh, put until the police arrive, and I immediately ran out of work and raced home. Great moves on everybody's part, Mike. Call 911 first. Both stay in the house, okay? The police arrived, and apparently the man was drunk and lived upstairs with the lady who uh, we know lives there. It really had me got it really had got me thinking and after putting it off I had my wife apply for her FID card. 
I to- I thought that it was something actually uh, it was actually somebody trying to get into her apartment. We are our own first responders. We need to be ready for anything. Just wanted to share this little story. P.S. We live in Prospect Park. If you need that info, so everybody did the right thing. Thank God your wife didn't run out to see. Your wife needs her FID card. Your mother-in-law needs her FID card, Mike. Everybody needs their FID cards in that house. A great 18th birthday gift for anybody in the house as well. But that's good. We are our own first responder, and I'm glad that you called and called the police because who knows how it could have uh, turned out, you know. Uh, Very, very important to think about that. So, Sandy, listen to this. This goes into the rule book of things you should not try at home. There's probably not a month go by where I don't talk about somebody trying to smuggle a gun onto a plane, right? So right. two weeks ago, a guy put it in a chicken, right? He had a right. chicken carcass, right. a raw chicken right. carcass, and he stuffed a gun in, in the cavity, and then he tried to <laughs> fly with it. Well, here's a numbnut. An Indiana, man, an Indiana man was arrested by police after TSA officers removed the components of a handgun and 50, 15 bullets spread across two of the man's carry-on bags at Terminal B security checkpoint in uh, Newark Airport. Not even his Newark check Airport. bag, Sandy. Carry-on uh, bags. Unbelievable. Okay, the 9mm handgun was detected when the TSA officer who was staffing the checkpoint x-ray monitored spotted the firearms parts inside two of the man's carry-on bags. When the bag What the hell was in your head? The traveler told officials that he had driven to the area. However, his car was stolen, so he was flying home to Indiana, and he thought it would be okay to travel with a disassembled gun. You could travel with a disassembled <sighs> gun. You just got to put it in a separate case. How about if you're going to buy a freaking gun and how about you learn how to not just use it, but own it? (laughs) How about that? Really? Like learn the laws of the land? Like laws, yeah, different things of that nature. How to travel with it, how to safely store it. Oh, why would we want to learn any of that? You're not slipping through with a gun disassembled. The frame will show up. Or the slide will show up. This is not, uh, you know, um, Die Hard, where it's a a, a polymer yeah. or whatever it was. It was uh, I forgot what he said, what the manufacturer of the gun was. But it's it's not like that. It's not going to work right. that way. So listen to this. Knowledge is power, right? And when you're traveling, how much time do we have? By the way, we've got about three minutes so let's just talk about a little bit i cover in my book and we've been covering on a show forever it, you know this is the busy travel season and uh you know there's always backups in lines and stuff and airports are dangerous places as far as i'm concerned you know you could have terrorist attacks you could have active shooters yeah. in an airport and it's a target rich environment because it's a gun-free zone except for the you know the first tier is allowed to have guns law enforcement and any of our ruling class is protected by guns but us third tier people when we travel with our families we're exposed right so i always travel with my pack safe pac S-A-F-E, pack safe sling bag that I keep my laptop in. I keep two tactical pens. I keep a flashlight in there. Obviously, I don't keep any any knives or anything in there. I check my knife in my uh I check my knife in my uh in my uh carry-on, my my check-in bag. I put it with my uh, like shaving kit and stuff like that. And uh and I, I put that I put that in the uh my my bag but tracy and i we both have tsa pre 
actually I have global entry, which is for global travelers. Are you still there, Sandy? Yes, I am. And uh, we also got clear about a, a year before COVID, which is like $99 a year, and it was reimbursed through American Express or something. So what I like to do is when I get to an airport, I like to check in as soon as possible. So I've been doing everything electronically now. We flew here United, and we go right to door number three, and they have the gate, the, the guys that will check your bags right then and there. So all three bags I had, and I showed him the uh, QR2 code, and he put tags on all three bags, and we walked right through the airport. We went right to clear, and what happens is clear looks at your eyes, and a second later, representative from clear takes us and brings us right to the TSA pre-line, and we just walk right through. And then we don't have That's to take crazy. our shoes off. I don't have to take my laptop out. I don't have to take anything out. But what my goal is when I'm getting to an airport is arriving at an airport, my goal is to get to the other side of security as fast as possible. Because that's where they catch the num num that took his gun apart in 15 pieces, who could then reassemble it on the other side if he had gotten through. Right. You have a exactly. less apt chance of getting shot or blown up past the security checkpoints. So I don't dilly-dally when I get to an airport. My ass has to get, my non-existent ass has to get to the opposite side of the TSA checkpoint as soon as possible. Now let's reverse that. When I land from a plane and I have bags on the carousel, I get off the plane. I try to pee about a half hour on the plane, be half hour before it lands. Because when I land, I don't like to stop to pee or anything. I like to get right to the baggage carousel because bags get stolen from the baggage yes, carousels all the time. Someone will just walk up, pretend it's your bag, take it, and then your jackass is going to be standing there for a half hour waiting for that bag to materialize. It's never coming. Hopefully, right. hopefully you have a tile or an AirPod. Uh, whatever it is, air tag in there, like I do. All three of our bags, every time I drive away, all three of my luggages, the air tags go off on my phone and my watch telling me I left something behind, right? So I like to get to the carousel as quick as possible. And then what I do is as soon as we get our bags, because I'm on the side of the airport that you're not protected when you're waiting by that carousel, a terror attack, an explosion, a shooting or whatever can occur. I, my head is on a swivel like it always is. I never let my bags out of my sight. They stand in front of me. My sling bag is on my side. And I get the hell out of the airport as soon as possible. Now, I've been using a, a car service uh, out of Montclair, which is basically a glorified Uber. But what they do is they they wait in the, in the cell lot outside the airport. And the last time, Tracy and I went three bags, Newark Airport to where we live right by the range. It was $65, Sandy. That's tip included. That's Yeah, that's great. Okay. He's at my house. He was at my house 6.30 in the morning, brought us right to the airport. But here's the best part. When I land, there's a text from the driver saying, hi, this is your driver, Sandy. I'm waiting in the cell lot. Please let me know, you know when you're arriving. So as soon as we get our bags, what I do is if I'm on le like level three, door seven, I take yeah. a picture of that door. You know, the sign will say level three, door seven. And I text that to the driver that the two of us are waiting there. And then the driver invariably will text me, I'm driving a Chevy Suburban, license plate, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So now my eyes are peeled for that. So Trace and I are standing there with our bags. 
head on swivels, watching things around, you know, where cars are being dropped off, people are dropped off and picked up. And as soon as that car pulls up, whether it's a Suburban or a minivan or whatever, right in and out of the airport immediately. But meanwhile, I have my sling bag on. I have my flashlight. I have my two tactical pens with me. You know, I'm just trying to keep it real. I I have an extra battery with me. Uh, My laptop and my, my little iPad mini is there with me. Obviously, all my medications and everything. I don't check my medications. I carry all my medications on. Now, none of my medications are controlled dangerous substances or anything like that, where Knappen would say those have to be kept in the factory pharmacy bottle. Yeah. It's yeah. a felony if you remove any, any, any prescription drug that starts with the letter C it is an actual felony. You can be charged with another felony if it's not in its original prescribing bottle. Correct, right. correct, Sandy? That's correct. So yes. my stuff is not like that. I'm taking aspirin. I'm taking blood thinner. I'm taking AFib drugs or whatever. So I have these little plastic containers. And I, with a Sharpie, I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Before I leave, I make, if I'm gone for seven days, I make, I make 10 days worth of prescription packages. Perfect. Why do I do that? What if I get laid over? What if my flight gets canceled? What right. if I have a medical problem here? What if you drop them down the what sink? What if I drop them down the sink? Exactly. So I always take for a week, I take like three of them over. And I put a little M2W, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on them. So that's what I have. Now, I also take pictures of all my prescriptions in their bottles. And they're in a favorites folder that are on my cloud, on my phone, on my iPad, on my computer or whatever. Because like Sandy just said, if my bag got stolen, I'm gonna, if I didn't have concierge medicine, I'm going to need my drugs refilled. Wherever, wherever I am. So this is some of the tips that I use all the time. This is stuff that's obviously in Crime Proof, and we talk about it all the time. Uh, Sandy, so Sandy has medicine that he needs to keep ticking. If you were away for seven days, Sandy, how many days would you bring with you? I usually bring another week at least. So he would double it. So me, because I'm not yeah. at that point yet where I could skip something, uh, three days for me on a seven-day. So now Tracy and I are gone for seven days. I, I packed. 10 days worth of prescriptions. And uh, again, I carry a lot of little stuff in that bag, little little tchotchkes and everything in that bag. And uh, um, I just, to me, I just find it extremely useful. The, the PackSafe bag I have is the Metro uh, 200 or 2000. So I have a sleeve where I can put an umbrella on one side and I can put a bottle of water on the other side. And it's a crossbody. Um, and it has so many devices in it. It has heavy wire running through the strap so it can't be cut. It has wire, like chicken mesh wire, running under the bag so someone can't slit it open, dropping the contents. It has an RFID pocket. All the zippers have like a clip lock so someone can't like slowly unzip them. So Tracy and I were eating out the other day, and we were sitting outside, and I wanted to go to the restroom. I unclip the, the 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 strap for the bag, Sandy. It has a special lock on it. You have to turn and push at the same time. And I put the strap around the arm of the chair. And I oh, left. Nice. I'm sorry. We were in the United uh, Lounge. And I put okay. the, the bag down on the chair. And I said to Tracy, I said, I'm going to the restroom. I'll be right back. If somebody ran by and grabbed my bag, they grabbed the chair with it. Yeah, and they'd be yeah, running through the, yeah, it'd be very easy to grab them. It'd be like running with an anchor. so these are little tips that could make your life a lot safer uh uh, traveling with kids there's a whole chapter on that too remember if you're traveling with your kids uh every morning before you leave the hotel room before you leave grandma's house or whatever snap a picture of them on your phone individually each kid like a mugshot of what they're wearing believe me if you come separated god forbid from one of your kids you'll thank me you have that picture of what they're wearing that day 
Uh, how much more time do we have, Baba Louie? Uh, we're running over, actually. Okay, so remember, we have use of force classes being taught at the school, uh, and it's real classes, real instructors, question and answer, and a short test at the end. CPR AED classes taught at the school, hemorrhage control taught at the school, and we sell the tourniquets. Check out the gun store, check out the specials, check out the sales, the pricing on everything, all of our classes, gift cards, gift certificates, whatever. Support those who support you. I will be home. I will not be leaving again until NRA board meetings in January, so you got my ass there for the next five or six weeks. I love you all. Thank you all for everything. Uh, Sandy, don't forget the NFT dropping in a few days. Go to gunforhirenft.com. And I want Sandy to tell us about guiding reins right now because it's so important. Uh, Guiding reins, G-U-I-D-I-N-G-R-E-I-N-S.org. Boy, I don't know if I could get through this, but. Just go there. Go to the website. Go to go to guidingreins.org. It's equine therapy for people with post-traumatic stress disorder, veterans and everything. Barry White's having a little problem. Sandy, you need one of those nice. spray bottles with like the French had, you know, where you missed it into your throat. You need, when I was a kid, you need chloroseptic. chloroseptic. Remember chloroseptic? Yeah, it tasted yeah. like that paste that we used to eat when we were kids. Did anything work better, though? No, Nothing worked better. True. The chloroseptic was the better, best. Though. It was, it was definitely the best. So go to guidingreins.com, please, and support those org, who support you. Dot, I'm sorry, guidingreins.org. Yep. Thank you all, and um, you guys have a great day. And it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counter-think media production. The music is in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. If you understand any of this, you get a $5 bill. Uh, on behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Colangelo, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, get it at the range, get it wherever bookstore, books, good books are sold. Uh, we want to wish you guys a post-Happy Thanksgiving, and we are all very thankful for you uh, who tune in each Thank and every you again. weekend. Tell your tell your friends. Please you share the show, spread the <coughs> yes, show, please. share the show, spread yeah. the show, share the show. Knowledge is power. The left hates yeah. that we communicate and have knowledge. Yes, they do. Sorry Absolutely. to interrupt you, Sandy. Thank you. Then that will be it. And uh, he is Anthony's absolutely right. They hate that we can communicate. So please share the show with other people. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, from the shadows of the New York City skyline and the beautiful foothills of the Carolinas. God willing, Jesus' diaries and the batteries hold out to get about my voice. We will see you again next week. And I long to Carolina in my mind. Long to Carolina in my mind.